Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from 2 Samuel chapter 24, beginning in verse 1. And again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel and moved David against them to say, Go number Israel and Judah. For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host which was with him, Go now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and number ye the people, that I may know the number of the people. And Joab said unto the king, Now the Lord thy God add unto the people, how many soever they be, and hundredfold not, and that the eyes of my lord the king may see it. But why doth my lord the king delight in this thing? Notwithstanding the word, the king's word prevail against Joab and against the captains of the host, and Joab and the captains of the host went out from the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. And they passed over Jordan and pitched in Abner and on the right side of the city that lieth in the midst of the river of Gad and toward Jazer. Then they came to Gilead and to the land of Totem Hodshi, and they came to Danjon and about to Zidon and came to the stronghold of Tyre and to all the cities of the Hivites and of the Canaanites. And they went out to the south of Judah, even to Beersheba. So when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and 20 days. And Joab gave up the sum of the number of the people unto the king, and there were in Israel 800,000 valiant men that drew the sword, and the men of Judah were 500,000 men. And David's heart smote after him that he had numbered the people. And David said unto the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Lord, take away the iniquity of the, thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. For when David was up in the morning, the word of the Lord came unto the prophet Gad, David, seer, saying, Go and say unto David, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David and told him and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thee in thy land? Or wilt thou... Or flee three months before thy enemies while they pursue thee? Or that there be three days as pestilence in the land? Now advise and see what answer I shall return to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let us fall now into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great. And let me not fall into the hand of a man. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even until the time appointed. And there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba 70,000 men. And when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, the land repent, the Lord repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, It is enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing place of Aruhana, of Aruhana, the Jebusite. 
And David spake unto the Lord when he saw the angel that smote the people and said, Lo, I have sinned. I have done wickedly. But these sheep, what have they done? Let thine hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. And Gad came that day to David and said unto him, Go up, rear an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Aruna, of the Jebusite. And David, according to the saying of Gad, went up at the Lord as the Lord commanded. And Aronah looked and saw the king and his servant coming on toward him. And Aruna went out and bowed himself before the king of, on his face upon the ground. And Aruna said, Wherefore is my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy the threshing floor of thee, to build an altar to the Lord, that the plague may be stayed from the people. And Aronah said unto David, Let my lord the king take and offer up what seemeth good unto him. Behold, here be oxen for burnt sacrifice and threshing instruments and other instruments of oxen for, for wood. All these things did Aronah as a king give unto the king. And Aronah said unto the king, The Lord thy God accept thee. And the king said unto Aronah, Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God of that which doth cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. And David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord was entreated for the land and the plague was stayed from Israel. Here we should... Uh, gather wisdom that as David wanted to know how many people, it was kind of like boasting or wanted to brag a little bit about how great he was and how many people he was king over and all these things. And it was a fleshly desire because in the end, when the Lord led him, he actually said to the Lord that he sinned against the Lord for doing such a thing. And he had to pay a price and lost 70,000 lives because of it. So it, it would help us, pastors and preachers and people of God everywhere, that let us be careful about how we want to seek glory for ourselves and, and cause other people to suffer because of our own fleshly desires. I think this is the wisdom that we should learn from this. But if we will serve God according to his word, Live by his word, live honestly with one another, love one another, pray for one another, be there for one another. Don't hold grudges in our heart against one another. I think this is the kind of thing that will please the Lord. And perhaps even right now around the world, if people would develop that kind of attitude to give God more reverence and respect and stop mistreating his people, God might pull back some of the things he's allowing to happen in the land today. But let us pray. Boasting and bragging is never good.
when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Irma Bombay. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. Let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus Christ, it's again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us and you afforded us the opportunity to experience this new day. And God, and as we prepare to embark upon this day to perform our daily vocations, God, we ask you to please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. That as we move forward today, Lord God, hallelujah, God, that we'll do those things that give you glory, that give you honor, that give you joy, because we seek to walk in obedience to your word, God, to walk humbly before you and amongst our brethren, to walk, God, without malice in our hearts, God, but to walk humbly, to walk, God, in a fashion to help other people see who you want us to be because you allowed your son, Holy Father, to come into the world, being born, God, hallelujah, in a manger and raised in a carpenter's house. And he didn't have all the lavish things of life, but he had the power in him to speak anything. As he said to, to Peter, put up the sword, because if you live by it, you'll die by it. But if I had, he said, if he had needed an, a legion, an army that day, he said all he had to do was ask the Father. This is wisdom for us today. We don't need to go around boasting and bragging and putting up big signs about who we are. But through humility, help other people see that they too, whatever the socioeconomic status is, those people that are looked over, those people that are mistreated, those people that make, that some people try to make them feel like they're worthless and nothing and they don't have anything to do with them. We can help those people to feel and to understand and to know that they belong to God too that they uh, can live honorably before God, to live within the bounds of what they're able to do. And the more they walk in obedience to God and live according to the word of the God, the more God's going to move in their lives and to do things for them. Because if we look across history with God, hallelujah, how you bless your people, how you've opened doors for people, God, it seemed like it was all over, but you made a way. Hallelujah, you gave everything back to Job multiplied because he kept his integrity intact with you. God, we thank you, hallelujah. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ and the many characters, God, that we, uh, the people and the patriarchs and the matriarchs of scripture that we can point to, to see how you let them get in some low places, but you brought them out just to prove to people, remain humble, God, hallelujah, keep reverence before you, keep respect for you as we walk amongst our brethren and you will take pleasure in manifesting your presence with us. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you this morning, God, that we don't want that spirit of boasting and bragging to even be a part of our life. God, but we want to help people to know that wherever they're from, God, whatever their socioeconomic status might be, that they're still important and to help us all to understand that whatever it is, however people treat us and all, we have a part to play in this whole work that God is doing 
So we got to do our part. It might not seem like much, but you got to do what you do. And that is you walk upright, you walk holy, you do what you do. If you can get five people to see your life that help people see God, then that's what we should do. So we thank you this morning, God, for the wisdom of your word. We thank you how you brought your people out over time. We thank you, God, because we know that it's you that have chosen us and not we chose you. And we're asking you again, God, today I say, please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought that again today that you would take pleasure, God, in enveloping us in your favor and God allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives and let healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. Well, thank you, God, this morning, hallelujah, that you're continuing to prove yourself in our lives, hallelujah, that you're making ways when there seem to be no ways. When things get tough and hard, you're always moving by your spirit in our lives, causing the scoffers and the doubters and the naysayers to see that we are not worshiping some idol God that is man-made somewhere, but we are serving and we are worshiping the creator of the universe, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the creator, hallelujah, of mankind, hallelujah, that that you thought enough, God, to make us in your image and put your likeness in us. God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you this morning for your goodness and for your mercy. And I'm asking you again, God, today to look on all those that are struggling financially, every one of us, God, that we need financial assistance of some sort or another. God, I'm asking you by faith that everywhere, particularly for those of the household of faith, and as they cry out to you, God, in sincerity, as they cry out to you in honesty, God, about the things that they need when they reprioritize their lives and put those things that are really necessary and important. God, first, put you first, God, and then take care of the other things, and you're going to provide us. God, because you're the great restorer, you're the repairer of the breaches, nothing is too hard for you. And when you find people really dedicated and committed to you, you always make ways for them. God, even if it's not something really great, but when those, God, hallelujah, we know when we are getting a blessing. We know when things are turning in our favor. So continue to move by your spirit, God, using those of us that you baptize with your spirit to be a demonstrator of your personality. As the Lord Jesus said to the disciples, he said unto them, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Because what the Father does is what he did. The, the way the Father felt about humanity is the way he felt. And the things that the Father wanted done is what he did. And even today, this 13th day of January 2024, God, we know this morning is you've chosen us to demonstrate your personality, your characteristics, your traits, to help people to understand that we will just simply walk by your word, live by your word, accept your word, God, hallelujah. You will keep us in a place, God, that will be commensurate with our personality, with who we are, with our plight in life, with our the, the path that you've chosen for us to walk in this life, God, that you will continue to make ways and open doors and put people in our lives to show us the favor that we need to continue to move forward. So we thank you, God, again this morning. I thank you, and I believe everyone thank you this morning. And even right now, hallelujah, God. And so we're asking again, I'm asking again. God, if you look on every pastor everywhere, 
however large the church congregation, however small, whatever it might be, all these people are your people. God and you, hallelujah. God and I'm praying for a refreshing from your presence. God, hallelujah, refresh the Holy Ghost in us, God. And for those that have been desirous of preaching the gospel but don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost because they were nurtured in an environment that was lacking in knowledge, God, and they didn't know and didn't know that they didn't know, but when they come to the knowledge of the truth and seek you in sincerity and in truth, I pray, God, that you baptize them too with the Holy Ghost, that we can walk, God, and be able to demonstrate the power that you said that we should have after the Holy Ghost has come. That is power to resist the devil and make him flee. That is power to bind things in the earth that you'll bind it in heaven. The power to loose things in the earth and you'll loose it from heaven. So we thank you. We praise you, God, because we know that you have chosen us to be your representatives in the land and wherever you allow us to go, God, whatever our vocation in life takes us, whoever it is that we have to to speak with, whoever we are confronted with, whatever it is that we are confronted by, God, we know that you're right there with us because you promised that you never leave us, not forsake us. We trust you for your word. Hallelujah. We are believing your word. Thank you, God. So as these preachers preach and teach this gospel without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but do it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence to help people, God, to understand the gospel of Jesus Christ and the knowledge of that will be acquired from the gospel of Jesus Christ will strengthen us, Lord. We thank you. We praise you, God, that we can just follow in your instructions, that we can help people come out of darkness into the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they can be saved from this underworld generation, that we can, with our lives, share our testimonies with others to help other people to understand. There is a way out of that darkness that they're in because many didn't know that they didn't know that they were in such darkness until we began to shine the light of the knowledge of the gospel in their presence. God, and when they began to receive it, when they began to open their hearts, we're beseeching you by your mercy, God, to stir in their hearts, God, and when they turn to you in sincerity, baptize them too, Lord God, with the Holy Ghost. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, God, hallelujah, their faith will be increased because we let us know, you let us know through your word that our faith, God, comes from hearing your word preached by a preacher that you have sent, meaning one that has the baptism of the Holy Ghost that you have granted more clarity and understanding of the scripture to help people to understand because in the flesh there are some things that we just cannot comprehend in the scriptures because to the Adamic nature in us, it just doesn't make sense and we lean toward the flesh. But with the Christ of God in us, it empowers us to understand. And so we press forward and we become demonstrators of it. We learn to get through it, God. And when we see that others will follow suit and even when sickness, God, befall us, God, we will be able to continue to pray and don't lose our hope, don't lose our faith in you. Don't let our faith fail and you're going to God, hear the cry. God, and get them out of those sick beds. We know that even right now, God, you're visiting sick beds around the world. Hallelujah, because you're omnipresent. God, hallelujah, and you're omnipotent. God, you are just moving, God, and stretching and, and healing and delivering people around the world even now. God, hallelujah, and you're getting them back on their feet that they can go and testify 
that God did this for me and I will seek the Lord and I will follow his instruction and I will, hallelujah, so do it, God, like only you can. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we ask you, God, for those that have lost their way and they're turning back into the darkness that you brought them out of because they're allowing themselves to be influenced by their friends and their fellow co-workers and all the people that don't know you in the parting of their sin, that people always have this, I don't see what you see in that. I don't see why you do this and all these things, God, that you help us and strengthen us, God, to just move away from people like that and just keep demonstrating your truth. And when they see us continuing to demonstrate the truth of the gospel, God, we pray for them and with them that you'll get them out of that darkness. You'll help them to know that they're in darkness by choice. But if they don't like that darkness when it comes to knowing and understanding your word, God, hallelujah, that we are to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Because if we walk in the flesh, we're going to maintain and do the things of the flesh. We won't please you doing that. And the only way we can get back to glory is that we got to have the spirit of God living in us, seeking and walking after the spirit, pleasing you by the instruction of the gospel. So we thank you, God. Let them preach and teach God. Hallelujah. Every pastor everywhere. Preach without fear. Don't be afraid. Don't let get bought off. Don't just be, you can have favor with these people or those people. They can do this and that for you. God, we're not selling out. We're going to hold on, God. Hallelujah. And we know that the days will get dark, but we're going to hold on. Hallelujah. They put Jesus on the cross, but Christianity is still alive today. They killed the original apostles, but Christianity is still alive today. Other people, God, have died for the gospel sake, but Christianity is still alive today. God, they've talked about people and in the family and other people have downtrodden family members that were living a Christian life, but Christianity is still alive and well. Hallelujah. And God, you let us know by your word that if any man, because all men were created in your image, you put your likeness in Adam in the garden, but when sin came in, they lost your likeness and that they lost that ability to maintain the holiness and the righteousness and the love and the compassion and the commercial uh, and the compassion that you want us to have and to demonstrate. And so this, this is why God, there's so many people today. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for just letting us understand. Thank you, God, because you help us to understand that the darkness in this world has to very simply do because people reject you. People don't acknowledge you. They start other kinds of religions and all this kind of stuff, but all of it has to do with man, promoting a man. God, but hallelujah, we are talking about you. You are God. You are the creator of the universe. You are the creator of heaven and earth. God, hallelujah, you created man. So we worship you. We honor you. We look to you. But we know, God, hallelujah, that your vengeance is in the land. God, and you're going to exact your vengeance. God, you're going to continue to do it. God, because Jesus left it on record, God, that, hallelujah, that vengeance was yours. God, and that when people reject you, God, hallelujah, you're going to exact that knowledge, God, um, your justice in their lives. And a lot of people are suffering today because they have very simply rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ. And God, and we see and we understand from your word that there'll still be people that feel like because they have a certain advantage. Sometimes they feel like they have advantage because of skin color. 
Sometimes they'll race God. Sometimes they feel like they have advantage because of their socioeconomic status. Some feel like that they have advantage because the numbers that that are that they are a part of, and for different other reasons, God. But what we know today, the only advantage that a man can really have that matters when it comes to getting to come back home to be with you in glory is whether or not we are walking in the gospel with the indwelling of the Christ of God. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. So continue, if you will, Lord, to strengthen us, to give us the wisdom, give us the courage, give us the knowledge to continue to move forward to promote Christianity. God, promote this gospel everywhere to help people to see the only way back to you according to your word, God. Jesus said he was the door. And no man can come to the Father except by him. So God, this is the gospel we preach. This is what we're seeking to demonstrate. To help other people come out of darkness into this light of the knowledge of the gospel. And when people have lost their way by leaning to things that people are saying, that they don't know what they're talking about. But when they're in this Adamic nature, God, they can't understand the gospel. Because of the uh, people that love the world are at odds with you. God, so they're losing and they don't realize it. But when they turn, God, and begin to seek you in sincerity and in truth, we're asking your gain today to save them from this underworld generation by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And only you can do that. For those, God, hallelujah, that restore their financial independence, God, in a way that only you can do it, that it will confound people because people will, I didn't know that, that they had that in them. I didn't know that this is that must be God. And then people will begin to, Lord, you did it for them. You can do it for me. God, so we thank you. We praise you. And we honor you, Lord God, because we honor you as God. Hallelujah. Beside you, there is no God. We know, God, that any man come to you, you draw him. And we are being drawn to you because we are hearing preachers, God, that are preaching the truth and with clarity and with understanding. And when people begin to accept this truth and you look into their hearts and you see God, hallelujah, the sincerity in their hearts, you're going to bring them out of the darkness that they're in into the marvelous light of the knowledge of the gospel. Hallelujah, that they'll be saved. You're going to restore financial independence and self-sufficiency. You're going to get people back on the right path in life that have allowed the enemy to lure them away from the truth. God, in the name of Jesus, you're going to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones. You're going to turn homes into God-presence homes because of praying and reading of your word together and seeking you in sincerity and in truth. And the more people come together that believe you and trust you and put their confidence in you by your word, the more you're going to do for them, the more you're going to demonstrate your presence in their life. Because we know today, God, and even right now, today, this very hour, you are a miracle worker. You still can work miracles. You can still turn things around in people's lives in a moment. But we also know because people, many people have chosen to live in sin. They have chosen to live contrary to the gospel. So there is a price to pay. But help us to help them to understand that if they will repent, and turn to you with their whole heart, that you can turn things around, you will forgive them. And whatever justice, whatever recompense there is, whatever consequence that they have to pay, you will empower them to get through it, demonstrating your love. So we thank you again this morning. We give you praise and honor and glory. So God, we thank you. We praise you again today. And we're not going to, to, to go around and live our lives 
boasting and bragging about what we have and who's all these things, but we're going to demonstrate our lives, demonstrate the gospel through our lives to show you thanks and gratitude for saving us from a life of sin and, and, and just being lost. God, and so everyone to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we're praying with and for those that are seeking you in sincerity and in truth, because we know, hallelujah, God, that when you hear a man, woman, boy, or girl crying out in sincerity, you're going to save them too from this underworld generation by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that they too will have the indwelling of the Christ of God, so that when the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when he shout, hallelujah, the Bible declares that the dead in Christ, God, those that are just sleeping in their graves are going to hear that sound, they hear the, of that last trump, and they're going to come out of the grave, hallelujah. And when they come out of the grave, they're going to get with those that are still alive and on the earth. God, that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they're going to get caught up together at that point, And then go to heaven and be with the Lord. And we thank you for it, and we give you praise. But until that day shall come, we know that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. We know, God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus the Christ, that you're going to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. And we know, God, that according to your riches and glory, you're going to continue to supply us with whatever it is that we need to be who you would have us to be in this last evil and dark day. In the holy name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord, we give you praise. And we believe that we're going to have what we ask because we do ask it in Jesus' name and we do believe it so. Amen and thank you, God. Good morning again to everybody. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And you keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be saved. Hallelujah. God sees you where you are. He knows what's in your heart. And when we allow the love of God in, in our hearts, when we allow the word of God to, in our hearts, it pleases God. And when we please God, hallelujah, thank you, God. He even let us know through his word, saints. Remember, he said, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he will give thee the desire of your heart. So you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also under them.